0: Away.
1: Better than most.
0: Better than most. Critical cool
1: takeoff. He falls
0: into the pit. He's going to get spattered out. Oh my goodness. Please make welcome the Ball and All Podcast, James Tiger Woods, Derek Eckerbarts, and the king of speaking in the third person, Steve Condor Condo Condor! Condor.
1: Radio Woody, Condo, Sats here. Uh, we are back in Condo's house. Me and Woody are just sitting up here enjoying the view. Condo is in New York, downtown New York. Episode fifteen. Woody, how are you, mate?
2: Good, man. Because I actually haven't left since the last podcast about a week and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. I've been staying here, and I've had two or three parties. Obviously, you can tell it's not that dirty at the moment, but I'll, I'll do a final clean before they they get back.
1: What do you reckon the best room in the house is?
2: Um, I like the upstairs one. I like Zacky's room. The loft. Yeah, because yeah, I, I can it. I can see the waves really good, and he's got a nice little space up there. Yeah, I'm yeah, it's beautiful. John, I actually mate. did it, and I wasn't going to tell condo, but I actually rented it out on Airbnb for a few <laughs> nights just to get some income while I was staying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, that was so good. good. Two and a half grand a night, made five grand over a
0: few nights. So good, mate.
1: Hey, uh, and Kondo, welcome to you, mate. You're in New York. Where where, where are you right now, and uh, how's your day been?
0: Uh, we've just got back in. Yeah, now we've had another big day. Days are big here. There's so much to do. It's such a big town. Well, it's not a town. It's such a big city. Um, yeah. But no, all good here. Pretty bloody cold, but
1: Pretty cold. How many games of um, sport you seen, mate?
0: Uh, this week's been a big week. We started on Friday night, Madison Square Garden. We had the New York Rangers, um, ice hockey. Um, amazing spectacle. Geez, those guys are good. I, yeah. I, you know, the one thing watching that ice hockey live, I would have loved to have seen Wayne Gretzky live because everyone talks about him as obviously the greatest, but, uh, they're just so athletic. I think in the whole game, Zach and I were having a bit of a, bit of a jibber there. Um, I don't think one guy fell down.
1: Yeah,
3: right. like they're
0: just so good on their feet, How and they just that, skate that, at just ridiculous speeds. Yeah, that, Um,
1: damn.
0: so we had. Uh, so sorry, we had. Yeah, so we had the Rangers at Madison Square Garden. Really, really good atmosphere. Uh, then we were over to Brooklyn, and we that was a bit disappointing because we had uh, Brooklyn versus the LA Lakers, and both sides rested quite a few players. Um, good stadium. Um, Brooklyn's awesome, but uh, that was a bit disappointing. And then. Um, uh, they made it up to us. They must have known that uh, they had to make it up to us the, night, the next night because we're back at Madison Square Garden to watch the Lakers versus the New York Knicks, which went into overtime, um, cracking game. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of our listeners have been to Madison Square Garden for an event, but if you haven't, put it on the list. Well, actually, it is <clears throat> absolutely electric.
2: I went there last year for the Lebar Prezzo <laughs> at, at Madison Square Garden. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who'd you see? It was just You had it booked out
2: No, we just did the Lebar Preso At Madison Square Garden And um, Yeah, it was sick oh, Harry so O'Brien good, Did a hell speech For winning the Opens
0: Oh, so Well, Woody take It takes 22 It takes 22,000 people Did you get that many In for, for the Lebar presser?
2: We didn't We got 22
1: Oh, so good. Right, we move on, boys. Um, takeaways from Ball Bag, episode three, Leo Fivoranti. Um, Woody, I know you know him pretty well. What was your takeaways,
2: mate? Oh, he's probably, from what you see on TV, he's actually a lot – he's a lot – I feel like he's a lot mellower. I feel yeah. like around the comps, he's probably a little bit more outgoing, a little bit hypo almost. Yep. If you didn't know him, you like maybe think he's a bit of a muppet. Yeah, right. But he's a really genuinely good <laughs> – Good dude, I think I get along with him well. Yeah. Um, and when you hear the story in the whole of the whole podcast, he's yep. gone through a lot.
1: Yeah, he has. Yeah. Fucking
2: just, uh, he's really resilient, resilient guy. What I like
1: about him, mate, is like I and same as you, I, I it appears that he's a great bloke. Like every time you see him, um, he doesn't seem like he's acting like a goose. He seems like a really mellow dude. Um, I, I like the idea that he's he's had a profile, he's had opportunities. Um. Obviously, with is it Belly's he stepdad, yeah. um, but he hasn't really ever just taken that as like it's his sort of rite of passage. It's always been he's worked hard, yeah, and fuck he rips, yeah. So I lot really like that about him. And look, I don't know him well, but um, obviously seen him grow up. Uh, when the rights were here, he spent a lot of time here and with Mikey, and that he seemed like a really nice kid. So yeah, it's really good. Yeah,
2: it was a good one. It was a good one because. He's been around a long period of time. He, yeah. he won the event or he got second in the Skullcandy event in 2011 or whatever. So he's been around the community. So it was good to get his story from after that and making the tour, you know. He was like the chosen kid back in the day. Yeah. And he actually went on and made the tour and now he's, he's back on there.
1: Do you think he'll do better this second time around? Like do you feel like they come back with more of an idea how to do it, all that sort of stuff?
2: I haven't watched him surf closely in the last six months. He looked okay at Ever. He did look pretty good, but you've got to change. You've got to maybe not change, but you've got to add or make your surfing look a little different or a little, I don't know, a little more raw. If you've been around that system for a long yes, time, otherwise they're used to if it. If you're doing the same stuff that gets you an eight or or an eight five on the Challenger Series, it's a six five. Yeah, it's a seven at best on the World Tour. Yep. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure he's reviewed all his stuff because he's been on and off a couple of times now. Does he have a coach? Yeah, Dog Marsh. Dog is his yeah, coach as well. So, yeah, yeah so, so I'm sure they'll be on to that. Yeah. Yeah, very good. What Where do are you are think, you- Conda? Uh
0: Yeah, look, um, I think it might have been the first year that we actually ran the Candy. We had um, Leo hit us up for an invite. I think we had a invite-only section uh, But he, I think he stepped in the six in the and in the, um, what was the invite pro junior or whatever at the time and, I think he's got a great work ethic. He's always been hugely respectful, um, especially when he's been around the North Coast. So I, I'm really excited to see him back on the tour. I, I, and I think, um, I stand corrected here, Woody, but you'd probably know, but it, 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 didn't he break his back at pipe? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's he, what I thought. There's yeah. a good
2: so, part of that in our, in our long-form podcast with him. There's a really good part yeah. on, you know, the injury and then what it took to... Rehab it and get him back to full strength, and he's still going hard over there. Like he was charging over, over sort of prior to uh, pre, you know pre-pipe when yeah, the right. swell was on. He was having a crack.
0: Yeah, yeah so that's good. a you know Shows I mean character that, that sure. comeback in it. Yeah, that that comeback in itself is it's is uh, is something you definitely mm. tip your, yeah tip your hat to. So yeah. no, I think again you know a bit along the lines of Conor O'Leary, I think he'll do well this year.
2: Yeah, he, he should. Like if he's onto he's to a, a good review last year and what he can improve on, and he just focuses on that.
1: You're, you're the you're the coaching expert here, Woodsy. Woo. What's his areas? He, you think he's got to to do, to dial in to go to the next level?
2: Uh, he's got to have a more attacking approach, kind of like what we were talking about with Connor. Yeah, he's got to go. He's got to have another gear when he gets, uh, you know, in the quarterfinals or higher to yep. really make an impact. Even in he's got a low seed, so even a even he's going to match up bad in round three and four, so he's going to have to have, yep. you know, a, above the lip, some just different looking stuff, some stuff at the start of the wave that'll yep. score big. Yep, that would be it's similar to Connor. Similar to Connor. Yeah, he's got power, he charges, he can ride the barrel. He's got great wave selection. Yep. Um, it's just it's just a few things when he's on the wave that 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 the judges want to see, like that he doesn't do often. Yep. Take that risk. Go down in flames but do it the right way. Do it the right
1: way, yeah.
2: It's way better. Like you, you walk away from a year if you've had the right approach and you yep. just you just can't quite land the manoeuvres or whatever. I, I would rather lose like that to those good guys yep. than to sit there trying to get pocket fives.
1: Well, that was my big takeaway when sitting down with Connor when, when you guys are working on that massive manoeuvre at the start. So you're sort of throwing yeah. everything at that first manoeuvre but <laughs> – you know, like you say, do you do you do that and fall five out of ten times um, or do you just tap the first section and surf the wave comfortably and get two sixes and get beaten anyway?
2: Well, yeah, that's what happened to Connor last year.
1: Yeah, exactly. So yeah. He,
2: he, he didn't go for it on a couple of waves that were going to decide the heat, especially at the end of the heat. Yeah. And he ended up getting fi- high fives and sixes and he needed a high six or a seven five and yeah. he didn't take the risk. He yeah. wanted to get to the end of the wave. And let the judges score it because he got to the end of the wave. It was yeah. That's that's what Leo needs as well
1: needs to do. Just on that because I know you would have seen this stuff too, Condo, But for the listeners, Woody showed me um, some of the clips he's been working on with um, with Connor. What blew me away was the breakdown. So like, how intricate you're looking at like the the minor detail of a turn, like throughout a turn. So you're not just going out there filming someone going looked great or like you surf that wave well. You're breaking down. Take off, bottom turn, halfway through the turn, three quarters of the way through the turn. You're breaking down every part of that wave, and you might spend ten minutes explaining a turn to a bloke, and then picking apart where he can improve. I thought that was fascinating. I didn't think you'd go into that much detail.
2: It's like a swing. Steve Steve knows the pro- program I use. I use Coach Now that yeah. that condo sort of got onto through his golf yeah. coach, and it's a huge one where you can speak over the video. Yeah. So you can you, – it's a fine balance between going too much info, yeah. but Connor's good with that sort of program because he's pretty – he likes to hear a lot of information. He's quite good at taking on a lot of information. So you can break down a turn.
1: And give him all that – kind of give him all that content. Yeah, you can give
2: him a lot of stuff yeah. because he likes to think about how he's doing it, Yeah, especially if there's a, a video of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sweet. All right, moving on. Boys around the grounds. Cricket, um, BBL final tomorrow night. Woody. What's your uh, what's your thoughts? I can't mate? believe
2: Brisbane Heat. I know
1: they've come from nowhere. They're they're uh, rank outsiders. So um, Perth Scorchers dollar thirty eight uh, versus Brisbane Heat three oh eight. Can the can the can Brisbane Heat win?
2: Fuck, they can if they beat the Sixers. They surely can. Yeah. But but Condo, you you answer this one. Does it show the impact of Steve Smith? You know what I mean. The sti- yeah. maybe he doesn't get a oh, hundred. Yeah. He doesn't get a hundred, but does he? Um, Steady the ship, you know. Make the right calls. Like, does he get a like a grind of oh, yeah. forty or something like that?
0: Yeah, no, hundred percent it does. And I, I mean, an enormous upset. I was blown away when mm. I obviously I couldn't watch uh, watch the BBL over here, but I was blown away that Sixers got beaten. Well, when you have a look at the lineups, But yeah, um, yeah. yeah. No, hundred percent it does. That's the good I, thing I, about twenty twenty. I think with that, it, it's just a calming influence when you have those big those big dogs sitting in the dressing room. Yeah. You know, like when you, when you look over, you know, I suppose back in your day <laughs> playing for Lennox, you know, it's sort of the equivalent of looking over and seeing Stanley Bill sitting in, sitting in the corner to sort of see it I would, I would say. Yeah.
2: It, <laughs> it was very similar. Like if we were, you know, it, oh, I got the ball. If you saw me at the end of the wicket and I got the ball at Wombs Reserve on every, that Astro every, turf <laughs> and I was rubbing stuff. it on my leg, yeah. f- the, obviously the rest of my team in the field were like, <laughs> Something's going to happen. Here he is. Yeah. A young Glenn McGrath. <laughs> pigeon, pigeon Woods. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> pigeon Woods is kind pigeon of what I would say. Pigeon Woods. You're right, mate. I think it's just the level of comfort you get from a bloke in the dressing rooms. And, you know, you've all been there when you look around. You with the surf teams would, if you're going far out, this team's unreal versus, oh, God, that bloke's a bit – how you going? I know yeah. I've been on one of those teams before and they're probably going, fuck, how's this bloke? We're, we're, we're up against it here. But, mate, I reckon it's just getting comfortable, like you said, Kondo, um, knowing that those blokes are in the room. And, mate, they do more than just put the runs on. Like it's fuck, you know what I mean? But
2: do you reckon Brisbane Heat when fucking Smith's gone, whoever else was in the Aussie squad is gone? Is has gone. We can take advantage of this. They're not going to be as comfortable because they don't have Steve Smith walking out to get a oh, quick sure. hundy. For sure, and make the right decisions in the field when there's two overs left and they need twenty runs or whatever.
1: Yeah, mate, hundred percent. And um, I, I just think, look, I hope Brisbane Heat go all the way. My, my, they could, uh, yeah. Especially get through that huge. Yeah.
2: They're playing well as, as a whole.
1: Yep. So uh, tips, boys. Before we move on to the uh, the uh, Indian tour, Woody, tip for for the
2: I reckon BBL. It's, oh, it's hard to go past Perth. It's yeah. at Perth. I think they'll get up.
1: Gonda. Sixers. Uh, Sixes, right out. Two sixes and a Brisbane heat. <laughs> the sixes are out, dude. <laughs> I know, but
0: I'm picking the sixes because I'm so rattled that they got beaten.
1: Two scorches and a yeah. Uh,
0: so, so yeah. I'll, so Kondo's picking no a team.
1: Yeah,
2: Kondo's <laughs> picking out. a team that's already out. So that'll see Conner. Hey, uh,
1: Righto, boys. Uh, Indian Indian tour cricket tour.
2: <laughs> haven't won since 2004. It's our only series win over there. Yep. 2000 uh 17 and i think when was the one the one after that 2021 21 yep just got our arse handed to us
1: i'm just going to pull up the betting here what do you what are your thoughts Mo?
2: Well, i hope we win i feel like we're playing well we've got a really good batting lineup we've got really good batters of spin besides yep maybe one or two of them but if we can get two of our batters to have a blinder of a series we might have a chance gonda your thoughts
0: uh, I think they'll win. I, I think it's the best balanced Aussie side um, now that everything's settled down with the captaincy and Langer's out of the picture and, you know, 12 months on going to the subcontinent um, since, you know, Ponting, Gilchrist, McGrath, you know, that whole sort of echelon. So I think very, very well balanced side. They've got depth um, right across the park, especially in, you know, especially bowlers. So, no, I think they'll come back with a, with, um, you know, probably what is it? It'll only be the second time we've won on the subcontinent. Full stop. So yeah, yeah I'm right. back in the Aussies. I'm all I think they'll they'll be all over My it.
2: My only concern is Starks out for the first test. He will definitely Stark not. He's out. His finger still stuck. Why is that? He's got his busted oh, finger. Okay. Oh, so he's go. definitely missing the first test. He'll come in. Hopefully, by he's still bowling. He just can't bowl properly. Yeah. Obviously. Right. Okay. So they want to make sure it's all good to go from the second test onwards. So he yep. will So yeah, I don't know who goes in for him, but that's a big out there because he can reverse swing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, mate.
1: Um pipe moving on, Woody.
2: Yeah, first day. It's first day of pipe was on yesterday, so they had about four or five days of um pretty average uh, windy sort of surf. And yeah, yesterday started with I don't know what you describe as a fizz a day. I reckon it was a dart of a day to watch. It was, I don't know. Most heats were won with ten points. Some were won with like eight or nine points. What did you think, Steve-O? I, I thought it was fucking boring as batshit, oh, but it's just what it just shows. Yeah, it it's was not a very good forecast. It's not a good forecast coming.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look, I it, it just unfortunately just highlights the issue with um with these windows with uh, with the CT. You know, I mean. We've come off watching ridiculous Huey uh, comp, then yeah. then into um, how, uh, sorry into um, you know the the eddy, mm. and then you know obviously we're going to luck it out where we we don't get a good start to pipe. So hopefully, is this swell coming? Because there is swell. It's just pipes.
2: a lot of weather with this these next few swells. It might be okay. Right. The yeah. wind might go trade and go somewhat clean, but. Yeah, fingers crossed. There's a lot of sand on the reef after the eddy swell. So the sand moves up the up this up the north shore and back down, depending the size of the swell and direction. Yep. And there was no sand on the reef for this backdoor shootout, which makes the waves really predictable and really good quality. So you might have in a set, five wave set, three of those waves might be really good. Yep. When there's sand on the reef, it can make the waves really unpredictable, shut down. Getcha. And it can be just a bag of dog shit. So what was the? It looked like that
1: was like a north, like the wind was almost coming
2: the same yeah, way as well. Yeah, it was, was like a real? north. It's like a northwest swell. It's yeah. like a almost an early season sort of swell. And does
1: that make make the? You would have thought it opened up the ride a bit, or that's
2: why a lot of the scores were on the back door. Yeah,
1: yeah, back door. But, yeah, right. But
2: generally, no one could back it up. That's how fucking shit the waves were. It was, like yeah. you know, someone would have a seven or an eight, but they couldn't get over a three for their backup. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's hard to predict. I, I still think like the guys that look the most comfortable and could still sort of dig their way through all the shit and get a good one was yep. obviously John, obviously um, Medina as well. Those two yep. look good. They're in the same heat. Yep. Um, and then who else had a couple nice waves? Jay Ochenko. Um, but there wasn't much else really to go right home about. I, I didn't think. Zeke Lau got a good one on the buzzer to beat Jack Robbo, but.
1: So just have a quick look at some of the round uh, 3 matchups.
2: Call them out and I'll just give – I'll give you, you a – You give a, us a tip, I'll mate, give you a multi. a multi. All
1: right. Uh, Ingentil versus Italo. Italo. Geordie Smith versus Nat Young. Geordie uh, Smith. Cola Pinto versus Fiviranti.
2: Oh, I'll go Griff.
1: Griff. Carl uh, Robson versus uh, uh, Baker. Jacko Baker. Ewing versus O'Brien. Liam? Liam,
0: yep. Far out, Fucking man. Aussies, Jesus.
2: That's it. That I'd, I'd, it depends. But if it's tricky, that one could go either way. These heats, all of these heats, if it's like the first day, could go either could way. Could go either way. Yeah, but I, I, I'd probably go Eith. Ethan. Ethan?
1: Uh, Seth Meniz versus Barron?
2: Oh, fuck, that's a hard that's one. That's a tough one. I'd probably go Barron.
1: Barron. Kaiyo versus Zeke
2: Uh
1: Sammy Pupo versus Callinan? Ryan Callinan? Ryan Callinan. Toledo versus Carla Munoz.
2: I'll go Ruffy. I'll go Carlos. Oh,
1: uh, go Dora versus Slater.
2: Fuck, that's a hard one. I'll go Slater.
1: Connor versus Rio.
2: Connor, of course.
1: Connor. Uh, Kanawa Igarashi versus uh, Jai Chanka.
2: Jai Chanka for sure. What's Jai fan against Kanawa? Uh,
1: it doesn't give me. Uh, it doesn't give me stats here. I'm just on the WSL. So oh, the okay, leader. yeah, okay. That's, that's bit browned out of five bucks.
2: Five bucks. Well, there you go. Jay Ochenko, I reckon. That's a good bet against Kanoa.
1: Uh Medina versus Marshall. Is it Justin Marshall? Jake. Jake.
2: Yeah, obviously, obviously Medina unless Medina. he gets abducted by a fucking alien. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, John John versus Kolohe. Oh, John. Every day of the week. John's going to win that. Yeah. Uh, and Miguel Pupo versus Maxine Husino. Miguel. Miguel. Well, there you go. That's your, that's your Maltese. Yeah. Who's going to take it out? I think John will win. John will win. Yeah,
2: John. John. I think it, hopefully John and Medina go to the other side of the draw once it goes through round three. Yep. I don't think they do by the looks of it. I think they stay down the bottom. The bottom side looks fucking evil.
0: The bo- yeah, the bottom side. Yeah, he's stacked. <clears throat> and ch- and, the, and what about what about
2: the women's Woody? Women's I'd say I, I, Molly looked pretty good this morning. Um, I'd say Carissa's, Carissa. in a man on or girl on girl heat. I'd go with Carissa. It's hard to beat her. She's had she's had a really good season. She's had a couple of really good waves in the backdoor shootout. So they're up the quarters. Where are we got in the quarters? Uh, I'll give you the quarters prediction for betting there. Brissa
1: Hennessy versus Lakey Peterson.
2: Brissa. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tatiana Weston Webb versus Tyler.
2: I'd go Tatiana. Uh,
0: Bryant versus uh, Johnson, 32 Johnson.
2: Uh, I think I'd go Gabrielle Bryant, I think her name is.
1: And the last one, mate. Uh,
0: yeah,
2: Carissa and then Molly. Yeah, Molly. Geez, that's a hard one. I'd mm. go, Carissa. Carissa. Yeah, Molly's been on fire. She won that event, but you got to remember that pipe thing. Carissa yeah. didn't catch a wave, then got a fucking Innos in the thing. Like, yeah, Molly's amazing, but yeah. yeah, it's it's Carissa's to lose. Where the what happened to Steph? She, She's you know, out. Gone. She's gone gone skis.
1: She's gone, mate. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's hard. Like if it's somewhat predictable sets and it's battling. It's quite easy to read, but if it's just that pull into something and hope it opens up, yeah, right, it's fucking anyone's game out there. Um, Steph got knocked. Into well, it's the a bit like round. that
0: one. Yeah, a bit like that one Molly got this morning.
2: Yeah, well, it yeah. just doesn't go. It goes to wave catching, not wave riding. If it's fucking pumping and it's big barrels, yes, it's more of a skill set of getting into the wave and down into the barrel. Yeah, yeah. If you're trying to yeah. find a wave that just barrels. anyone like you could get the battle sats and beat fucking john john if he doesn't catch a you know what i mean anyone can yeah if it's a good way yeah yeah
1: all right boys moving on uh nrl so condo i know you're um you're all over the um eba stuff um the bargaining agreement and um you know where the the shit show that continues there uh trial start this weekend so before we get into those where are we at with the the agreement condo No closer. closer.
0: I I mean, if anything, it it, sounds worse. Yeah, I think uh, I think there's just egos at play. I mean, you have a look at the press in in Oz on Monday with um you know, Abdo you know trotting out. He did in I think he did interviews with three or four media organisations trying to basically just you know put the boot into um the Players Association and um and Clint Newton on what they're trying to do um. It's just, it's just a shit fight. I, I think it's just absolutely ridiculous how it's been handled, which I've, we've obviously endorsed over the last, uh, last couple of months. Um, they've been in lockdown this week. They, apparently, they're close on a women's agreement. So maybe that's the start of the ball rolling that they can get the men's one sorted out. But the indications that I'm hearing is uh, the players won't back down. So, uh, you know, I, it, it would appear that the NRL are going to have to give some ground. To, um to get these things outside the cap sorted as in you know player funds and injured player funds and all yeah. the other things that they've asked for so i think the interesting thing this week is uh we flagged it on the podcast a couple of weeks ago about the RTS rumor that's mm. picked up speed this week and it gets louder and louder that he's going to pop up for the roosters um, obviously they don't have a 12.1 million salary cap they have about i think 21.1 million so RTS, you know we need four full backs so you can go and play there and I think the other one um, is um, Moses is going to the Tigers, Woody. That's what I'm hearing. Ooh,
1: fuck! Wow. <laughs> there you go. I
0: don't. I. My personal opinion,
2: and I don't know how you guys feel about this. Mm. I would much rather see a young guy come through. Yeah. I'd much rather see a young guy come through than this guy take 900 to a million bucks.
0: Oh, it won't be 900 to go to the Tigers.
1: It'd be more like 1.2, wouldn't it?
0: Oh, I think more. More. Wow. Look, I, yeah. I
1: agree with you, Woody. I just distra- my personal opinion is, and I said the same thing with Caelan when the Knights signed Kalen Ponger. I completely dis- disagree with it. The only thing I'd say is, and Barnsley says this as well, without a gun, you know, nine, six, seven, one, you just can't win games. So it's that fine line between going why are we spending all our money on Kalen Ponger? Um, and putting all this money into a marquee player, making him captain, kind of building the club around him um, or having a, a young, two or three young kids coming through and just spending you know a couple hundred grand on each. To me, that's the better approach longer term yeah. but because the coaching game is so cutthroat and it's so much pressure, they just want short-sidedness. They just want results now.
2: But I just feel like he'll never get you. A, like he, he, his two biggest games, the grand final last year, yeah, and his state of origin game where he filled in for clearing <laughs> that, he and was he's still the a fucking off. worst player on the field. Yeah. Maybe he was, I don't know, the, the middle ground for the grand final, but he was yeah. fucking didn't get him anywhere near yeah. where he had to. And obviously the forwards were getting smashed, and you know you got to roll off your forwards, but yeah, I don't Look, know. He couldn't he couldn't steer the ship in the right direction.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. One thing I'd say, um, I listened to a podcast the other day. They reckon that um, – I think it was Brent Reed, one of the journals for the telly, went down there and reckons it's um, – he was really impressed. So they've obviously recruited yeah, okay. Like, They're looking good. They're upbeat but
2: – I would rather see them make make the development side of stuff, make whatever their catchment area is, Yeah, the best catchment area, the best comp and then bring them through. I'd rather suck for another four years to have a run of build. ten years. yeah. This is this is Moses in the late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. We got a few good years. We made the finals, get knocked out.
1: That's the scary thing about the the um, Panthers, like their pathways and their systems and their junior nurseries. Like they'll be yeah. the Goliath that they are now for the next decade at least. Like there's nothing that can
2: can stop them. I don't know how that everyone else hasn't seen that. And yeah. like obviously they suck for a, quite a while, and then. Yeah, from about two thousand fourteen or fifteen, they slowly started to get better and better, and they f- they got rid of a lot of high profile guys, Molan, Luke Lewis. Yeah, so many. Uh, there's so many good players there that ha- left because these has got other guys are coming through, and they they look at them.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. One thing I'd say just on the salary cap stuff, condo. I noted that they um, made an offer. They upped the the NRL up the any the other day and said, "We'll offer you more money," but it got knocked back. So clearly mm. the yeah, clearly the 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 that issue, was
0: late last week.
1: Yeah, the issue is not the dollars necessarily. It's the all this other it's, yeah, peripheral stuff yep. like it's
0: all it's all the ancillary stuff around the edges of the yeah. cap and the dollars, which yeah. is you know player funds, welfare, yeah. all that sort of yeah. stuff, which which they want in place for the long term. Yeah, and and look good on the players. I mean. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, um, you know, it's, it's like you resigning from your job such You only get one crack to negotiate a new job. And yeah. that's effectively where the players' association is at the moment. They're trying to negotiate a new job for the players. Yep. And they're going to, you know, they're standing hard. And and I think the things that they're standing firm on um, are legit, yeah. 100% legit. So yep. the Lannis and Abdo have to climb down from their, you know, ivory tower and sort it out. Yeah.
1: I no, totally totally agree. Um, two two last things. Lockie Miller, good signing for the Knights, young fullback out of the Sharks. I <laughs> can <laughs> absolutely say <laughs> that. That's it. Yeah, good. And um mate, the other thing is I can't believe I listened to a Daily Telegraph NRL podcast the other day. Mate, no one none of those guys are talking about this this um, CBA stuff.
0: No shit, they're not loud. No, well, yeah, it's
1: like they're no, silent.
0: But Sassy, we touched on the reason for that.
1: Yeah.
0: Which is which is which is hundred and fifty percent quite obvious, and that is that New South Wales Racing is the biggest spender of yeah. advertising dollars with News Corp. Murdoch Press. Yeah. Okay. Who does Buzz Rockfield and all the other lunatic NRL journalists work for? Yeah. News Corp Press. So yeah. they're not gonna write about it no. because otherwise Valen is gonna pick the phone up and say you know, Shut fuck, the fuck you up. guys, Yeah, you know, yeah, we're not advertising with you guys, so. Yeah,
1: well, it's, you kind of, know, it's uh, blatantly it, it, yeah, obvious, isn't it, Now That's the, it, it's just that the silence is deafening. Yeah. Anyway, we move on. Uh, cricket, Crickets, mate, crickets. Um, NFL, NBA, let's start with NFL. You're the resident NFL expert, Woods.
2: A couple of cracking games on uh, over the weekend. Obviously, Eagles, <laughs> Eagles smashed the 49ers, 49ers lost, the, lost their, um, Lost their fifth string quarterback Purdy, like the the, yeah. and they had McCafferty playing, uh, who's their running back playing quarterback. That's how up the creek they were, yeah. and uh, yeah, it was unfortunate. So it's a bit of a fizzle, and then the and then the second game was exactly what you thought it'd be. Yeah, twenty to twenty three, Bengals go down to the Chiefs, and it's just. Such good viewing because they both fucking hate each other and they know they're going to be facing off. Like Mahomes is a freak. Yeah. He's played since his debut season, since he started, he's played in every championship game. So he's played Ah. in I think the last four seasons or five seasons, he's played in every – I think he's in the NFC. So he's played in every NFC championship game. Wow. And so he's made it to I think this will be his third Super Bowl in four goes at it or something like that. He's a freak. Right. So he's one one, lost one. He obviously lost the uh, NFC Championship game last year, the Bengals. Yep. So, yeah, blinding game. Um, and then, you know, after those games, which was pretty respectful by Brady, he didn't do it over the weekend. Yeah, He's announced his retirement for the second time. But you can see it's probably it, – Right call, you think? I, it, he didn't look very happy playing this year. His team yeah. fucking sucked. All well, his front four was shit house. They all got injured, all his good blockers. Yeah. He was just getting whacked around. He must have felt 45 when he was playing. He would have been just gone. Because he had such a good offensive line that yeah. would protect him yeah. for those first couple of seasons with Tampa. They got injured. Two of the guys got injured. So he was just getting bashed. So
1: two questions. Um, who's your tips for the for the weekend, mate? What's your Who's winning? We'll uh, it'll be multi.
2: Multi, it'll be close, but I, I think the Chiefs, the Chiefs have been there. The Chiefs, okay. the Chiefs will they'll get up. Every, all their best players yep. on the both sides of the ball, they're all playing really well.
1: Yep. Um. So here, uh, Brady retires straight into a Fox ten-year deal worth five hundred and twenty-five million. So that's he'll be struggling. He'll it's struggle. a struggle. I think it's
2: about isn't it thirty-five million a se- It's thirty-five million a season for ten years. It's like three hundred and fifty million.
0: Or wow. Some. So he's getting... No, paid. no, no, it's 525. He, he signed a 10-year deal for 525. Is that
2: US? Million?
0: That's U- US? <laughs> they don't talk in Aussie pesos over here. Yeah. Well, there you I go. Says.
2: So 50 million a season. I don't think he's made... I don't think he's ever made more than 30 million in no, a season playing NFL. So. Yeah. Yeah, wow.
0: And he f- signed that contract last year uh, uh, when he actually retired, mm-hmm. then came out of retirement. Fox sat still and... Said, we'll honour the contract until you retire because we want you in the commentary box. Yeah. So, um, I, I mean, look, you know, we've seen Peyton Manning and Eli Manning. These guys mm. these guys are special, the, the way they read the game and the experience they've had. So, he'll just he'll, – yeah. he'll be – I think he'll uh, he'll be a real hit in the commentary box on his assessment and yeah. his an analysis of every NFL game.
2: No. Well, they were. I did listen to a podcast on uh, on just a, about that. They, mm. So the Fox panel they reckon that one of the NFL podcasts rated it as the best panel because there's four different channels that commentate games. Yep. and the Fox panel has 14 analysts, Correct. so they're like going, "How the fuck is he going to fit?" And they've had an ex-player, Greg Olson's been on the panel, and he's like. I think he's retired about a year or two. He's a an ex a good mate of Brady. He's a good mate of Brady. He's good. Good mate of Brady's an ex he's a tight end, like a big sort of Gronk, Gronkowski style yeah. player. Anyway, he's had a blinder. He's been almost they've almost, you know, rated him as one of the best commentators out of any of the stations. Yeah. So they're trying to go. Who the like? They were talking about it on the podcast. Who's, go, who's, who's go going alone? out for yeah. Brady? You know, because they're paying this guy fucking fifty million a season. They're like, um, fifty million, and then the pressure on Brady. You know, like the expectation. Like you're getting fifty oh, million, yeah. dude. You better entertain us. Like you better talk some good shit. So a bit of yeah. pressure on Brady as well. But if he just speaks like he he has it on his like sort of small small parts on the commentary previously, he did. He went on Manning, yeah, Peyton Manning thing, and he was really. He's Imagine good. the insight, you know. Imagine You just don't want to be too – he'd be fucking – it'd be Rain Man talking. You yeah, don't want right. too much of that because if level. you're just a random <laughs> listener like me and you, you're like, yeah. what's he fucking what's talking he about? about? But if he's got a bit of humor there and he can tell some stories of those ex-players that he played against playing in these teams yeah. or their pet, or their dads, oh, I played against his dad, you know. Fuck, we smoked yeah. him. <laughs> rada radha, radha. <laughs> But, you know, there's, he's got great insights like yeah. that, and he'd know every team inside out because he's flogged every one of exactly. them. So, yeah, he should. If he's got someone there that's an elder statesman of the commentary stuff,
1: that's just to guide him around. Just to and guide him around it.
2: go, hey, do it a bit more like that. Yeah. Add a little bit more flair here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know with Joey Johns, when he first started, he was basically fucking inaudible. Like, you couldn't understand him. Yeah. And now he's kind of found <laughs> his groove. Well, he only speaks when he speaks. Like, yeah.
2: He doesn't try and fill any silent time. Yeah. With horseshit.
1: And, Kondo, are you going to see uh, LeBron, mate, <coughs> with, uh, with his upcoming scoring record or while you're at Well,
0: it? If, if you want to – yeah, no, I'm going to stay an extra couple of weeks because I reckon that's another two games. And yeah. Woody's going to dig into his bank account to cover Kondo for a ticket because there's 75 grand a ticket. So wow. when LeBron yeah. – uh, so we, we watched LeBron the other night at Madison Square Garden um, actually, funnily enough, not that we had any idea, but when we we're actually leaving Madison Square Garden, we got lost and we we're walking around the back of it. Like I said, it takes up a couple of blocks, so it's an enormous setup. And we're walking around the back and we saw all these high cars, like these big Dodge black things, you know, blacked out windows. And Zach said, What the fuck's that? And I said, I've got no idea. And then all of a sudden, all these security guards came walking out of some, you know, back entrance, back exit. And um, there's LeBron right in front of us. Oh fuck! And up. like it's, it's just such a show. Like it's, is he it's as tall crazy, as what? Like is he is he way bigger than what you thought? Like is he way
2: taller than what you thought?
0: You know what? I, I said I said to Zach during the game. Geez, LeBron's not that big. But when you see him, when you're actually standing on the ground, he's fucking huge. Uh, and he was, you know, obviously he didn't walk over and say, "Condo, LeBron, how you going?" But he um, he didn't say that. He uh, <laughs> no, he didn't. He was he was about. Probably fifteen meters away. He's enormous. Did he? Absolutely so where, where is it?
2: So are you? Are you guys like? Are you the similar height to him, Stevo? Like, are you? Is it head to head, or is he? A, you know, somewhere around a couple of meters taller than you. Where, whereabouts is it? It's somewhere in the middle. I
0: reckon I was just you're up above to his, his kneecap. kneecap.
2: Yeah, you're up to his. Yeah. Oh, uh, so,
0: good. So, so what but, an experience, but but, 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 but. He, it, but, I, but I'll give you I'll give you an idea of how big a. Like New York's obviously a big sports market just generally, and when you go to Madison Square Garden and you watch a New York team, it's a very different atmosphere yeah. to say when we're at uh, Brooklyn because they're just Fucking they're just lunatics. gnarly supporters. Like yeah. Yeah. oh, they, they are lunatics. So the other night they were just like into LeBron all game, and obviously um, it was a you know went into overtime um, and the Lakers won. But uh, I walked into the night shop today. There's about I don't know. There's about five or six really big night shops on Fifth Avenue. But anyway, right up the end near the park, there's a concept shop. Mm-hmm. Actually, Woody, I've got a present for you out of the concept shop and you, Susie. But Thanks, um, aside man. from that, you, you walk into the uh, you walk into the concept shop and you think it would be all Knicks and Yankees and whatever. The biggest selling article in there, and I had a chat to a couple of the staff, is Lakers gift. Oh, it's not,
2: a, it's not even it's close. It's not even
0: close. Like you just go, yeah, you <sighs> just go, holy dooly, you're like, So anyway, so he's in the next two weeks. He's going to break the all-time scoring record. Um, Not sure where it'll be played, depending on which game it'll be. But if you want to get a ticket, they're seventy-five grand. Wow!
1: There you go, Kondo. You've been to these games. Are they worth seventy-five grand? Like, is the atmosphere? Obviously, we don't have a lazy five grand uh, to fucking (laughs) to get tickets. But are they that good? Is it the best sporting thing you've been to, or or up there?
0: Wait. uh, I reckon um, I haven't been to a Super Bowl, but w- w- the ball and all is going to go to a Super Bowl soon, I think, for sure. But Madison Square Garden is definitely the best atmosphere I've been I've, You know, better than State of Origin, I'd probably say. Yeah. Um, uh, espe- especially with the New York crowd. Yeah. Like, it's just electric. I-, I was I was sort of, you know, yeah, I don't know. I was just sort of having a couple of beers, trying to take it in. But, yeah, no, it's a great atmosphere, and it's, j- it's just – they just do. I think I touched on it last week. They just do their sports so well over yeah. here. Like it's just full on entertainment. Yeah. From the minute you walk in.
1: Yeah. So good. All right, boys. Um, homework, homework review this week. Um,
2: what are we looking at? What are we going to watch,
1: mate? There's a doco on Netflix called Breakpoint. Yeah. Um, tennis doco.
2: Oh, it's like Drive to Survive. It's that. Is that that one? No. <laughs>
0: yes, no. I've watched it. So you guys have to do the review. It is.
1: Cracking docker. Yeah, I've seen the first episode on Curios. Uh, oh, really? Fascinating, unbelievable. Like, mm. goes right in behind the scenes, training. Yeah, so it's like the, it's yeah. the Drive to Survive yeah. guys, same Oh, sort yeah, of yeah, same sort of concept, yeah. Yeah. Mate, really, really good. I don't know, have you seen all the five episodes, Kondo? Seen, seen I
0: mainstream? have, and um, yeah, and I think the thing that stands out for me, um, and we'll, we can chat about it more next week when um, you guys watch it all the way through, is how they talk about Kyrgios. That, yeah. that first episode really yeah. sort of stands out to me that, like, I, I'm not uh, an avid tennis watcher, but, gee, i tell you what, the greats and the current really, really good players, they talk about two things. Obviously, mentally, he's uh, he's wired a bit differently, but talent-wise, they just say, you know, he's probably he's probably up there with some of the most talented players that have ever played the yeah. game, which I was sort of sitting, I had to replay it about four times ago. Are they talking about the same guy that I'm thinking they're yeah, talking yeah, cause about? because
2: every like, time I watch him, you're just like, I don't know, I just... With the way he carries on, I fucking find it really hard to watch him.
1: I actually got a different takeaway, mate, when I watched it. Like I I used to get frustrated. And you're right, Kondo, in the in the episode where they said that he's the most talented, like up there with the most talented ever. Gives you goosebumps. Like, but his work ethic is just pathetic. Like he won't <laughs> he won't yeah. train. He doesn't have a routine, doesn't have a coach. Yeah. Has, has his chick that he met for like two months on the road with him. Um, who's like, oh, do we do I train today? Nah, probably won't. But mate, I actually reckon um it's not I actually think I feel a bit sorry for him. I actually reckon he's got a massive chip on his shoulder and I used to get frustrated uh, at him. But I reckon yeah. I now more feel a bit like it's a bit I feel a bit sorry for him.
2: But do you reckon that's the take I got? Do you reckon that all right, here's a question for a lot of Australians or a lot of Australians in sport or in general, maybe it's not just Australia, but is he afraid to try hard and lose? So he doesn't try hard and that's his excuse? I, I, Do you know what I mean? Is the work ethic not there? Because if he still doesn't get the results, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter.
1: I think it's that. I think, I think
2: he, that happens a lot in oh, a lot of different sports. I reckon it's that.
1: And I reckon he... He sees it as a job. He doesn't have a love of yeah. the game. He doesn't have. It's not like you with surfing. You know. You know. He doesn't love tennis. So he's either been pushed by his parents or he's done it because it's out of. It's a mate, way to make a of of money. But he, he just fame. doesn't love it. Yeah. But it's probably protecting <laughs> himself a bit by going. I'm not going to try here. Yeah. And maybe it's an image thing, mate. Or maybe he's just. Yeah, I, I just – my takeaway when I ended the episode was, fuck, I actually feel fucking really sorry for that guy. I reckon he's going to look back one day and go, I've wasted all this talent um, because yeah. – has he won a Grand Slam? No. Nah. There's nothing nah. – Straight you sets got, in the final of Wimbledon. Final of Wimbledon, was but it? So, yeah. I mean, he's got the talent. He just doesn't have the work ethic. So, mate, it's really interesting. I haven't seen the other four episodes, but, um, yeah, I'll uh, get into those over the weekend. So, get on to it, Woodsy. It's really, really good.
2: Any takeaways for you, Steve-O? Yeah. You had
0: something mate. Yeah, look my take my, my takeaway was on Kyrgios uh, and prior to watching it I probably didn't have this view. I just thought his view was a nut like a total nutcase mm. is I think he knows that he's so talented, that he's got such a big ego that he just shuns any help that comes along that, that, that taps him on the shoulder to say, you know, I know McEnroe's had a crack, uh, obviously Leighton's had a crack, like the, you know, guys had a crack. that guy does very well. Yeah, Fair. really, really highly respected. Um, that he just thinks he's above all of them, yeah. and I think it's a bit sad because sad. if he and and, I, and I'm no definitely no tennis expert, but, but if it, if he's as talented as the guys on the on the doco actually, um, you know, try to summarise and comprehend that he is fucking hell, He should be winning. You know, I mean, what you know, Federer and Nadal, you know, the Joker, like they've won, you know. You know, up, upwards of 15 to 20 majors and he's, he hasn't
1: won one. And the thing too is, Kondo, as you know, a lot of these blokes that um, go well at sport and make a good living from it go on after it to do certain things like, um, you know, endorsements for products and speaking and yeah. sponsorship. Selling Who fucking- the fuck is going to go anywhere near kirios Like he's, he's earning potential after tennis, I think, is limited. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, like I said, he may not need the dough, but I reckon he's going to look back and go. Oh, he'll
2: be fine. He's probably already made fucking $20 million yeah. coming forth in every comp. Yeah, true,
1: true. Righto, boys, we move on. Get off the fence. condo. we'll throw to you, mate. What's your um, get off the fence for this week? Uh,
0: well, I'm going to say US-centric because I've been here for a month. But I just think we're in a, um, uh, when I say generation, I'm, I'm going to say sort of 15, 20 years but just watching some great athletes that we've been sport with. We've had Tom Brady retire this year, who, you know, I mean, everything you want to listen to over here and read, they're saying he's the best quarterback ever, best NFL player. You know, you can stack it up on every stat you want, blah, blah, blah. They've been playing for 21, 22, 23 years straight, um, Retire this week. Uh, watched LeBron live uh, the other night, and he's going to break the all-time Scoring record, is he, is he the best basketball player we've ever seen? Is he better than MJ? Is he better than Kobe? I don't know. Um, but I just think we've been spoiled. So, you know, I'm probably just going to say get off the fence this week is thank you. Yeah, like, I like just it. think we're, in a, we're, we're we're just in a golden period of watching some, you know, and then you throw to the Aussie Open that's just finished and, you know, Federer who's retired, the Joker who just won, Nadal. Um, you know prior to that we had the williams sisters like we've just been spoiled, i think in the last 10 15 years in a lot of sports
1: mm. no, i totally agree mate
2: uh, woody uh i got a little one get off the fence would be for me oh, i don't know if I'm, I'm i don't know if i'm psyched on pipe running at the start of the season yeah i just can't yeah i oh, can't see it just i just can't it just Ever since I've followed surfing, yeah. it's been the one to finish the, the year. Snapper's yeah. been the one to start. Getcha. I just can't. You can't I just, wrap your head
1: around it? No.
2: Nah. So just,
1: is it the window? Why do they change it? Just fits in better with a the swell they window? They want
2: to have a final series.
1: Right, okay. So they uh, just yeah. shifted all it's, because of that the final wanted, series. So the
2: owner, I guess the owners, the guys that bought the WSL, yep. they wanted it to be like an NFL type thing where you fi- yeah. have your finalists yep. and they go into a final series. They didn't want it to be decided – on, on the at Portugal or yeah. whatever the second last event is yeah when there's fucking 15 people in the rain there they wanted yeah. it at one spot and it was always going to be on that day they could throw champagne like you know yeah. I just I don't know I, 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 I don't know watching the first day and like those some of those guys that went out in the elimination round yeah. at the end of the first day and how fucking bad it was
1: yeah do you <laughs> think they'll change it do you reckon he's hell bent on keeping that format for the I moment don't yeah. I don't know
2: I don't know I feel like if they get John and that, John and Medina and the, and the right guys there and there's waves. Yep. But if they get Medina and John in a final there and it's fucking head high or shoulder high and it's slow and they catch two waves each yep. or three waves each yep. and Medina gets a world title yep. with fucking 12 points or 11 points, it's just It's
1: fun. a fizzer. Question for you, Woody. Um, Condos was uh, retirees on the theme of that. Kelly Slater. When is that guy going to retire?
2: Well, I don't know. I, <laughs> I reckon he'll just – he just kind of prances do he just keep right. going? He's got nothing else to do. What drives him? What What the fuck? He is likes it? being the center of attention. But can't he still be that post-WSL? Nah. Is the WSL that likes, big, he, do you think? I think that's all he knows. He's yeah. been there since he was – since 89. He yeah. did his first proper – 89. 89. He's 89. That's given his he whole he,
1: life to that basically, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's all he knows. But my question to you is, is the WSL that big of a product, that big of a market, that big of a conglomerate that go? That he thinks to himself, fuck, if I step away from this, I don't do my X amount of tour events each year that I'm going to become irrelevant? Like do you do you genuinely think that
2: – Well, he hasn't done – like if you look at – just for an example, obviously Joel already had kids. So yeah, he yeah. felt like – he like retired. His kids were sort of in the middle of high school or even – and a primary school. Yeah. He had something to go to and purpose for his kids. Yep. Mick retired. He's had, yeah. He's got kids. Good Tar- point. Taj has retired. He's got kids. He's like yeah. they're all seem really comfortable. like they seem even probably more happy than where they were. Yeah. Those guys in other exactly. parts of their
1: lives. He doesn't have that to to revert Yeah, he's back got an, to, an eighteen
2: year old daughter or his twenty year old daughter, but he hasn't started a new family. He hasn't got anything motivating him to just go, What what the fuck am I doing? What I'm I fifty. Doing? I mean, I'm in fucking West Oz and it's 10 foot non-shore and I'm trying to surf a fucking 5'4 epoxy. Like I can't wrap my head around it. I think he just – I think it's just what he likes. He likes everyone clapping him down the beach. It's something to drive him.
0: It's crazy. I guess mate. he's
2: maybe just in a headspace. He's like, fuck, I'm just going to keep doing it until I, I fall off. Are we ever going to see that again, do you think, in our lifetime? What's I don't like- think so. You have to be pretty unique human. Mm. I don't know. He's got to – yeah, I mean – all the – gen his actual age group generation, they've been yep. retired for 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> his main generation, like Andy, oh, no. Taj, Joel, they've been nearly retired for five years. Mick-, Mick was the last one to go out of them in – or Joel was in Couple 2018. So there's yeah. – we're at five years from those guys off tour. And then the last guy, probably the oldest or one of the l- oldest last guys for him now is Geordie Smith. Geordie Smith is – couple years younger than me. He's 34. He's nearly 20 years older than Geordie. Yeah, it's crazy. It's Geordie's been on tour for 16 years. Crazy. This is Geordie's 16th year. So that gives you an idea of just how long that fuck has been on tour. It's fucking
1: crazy. He's doing something phenomenal to keep his body going. I hey? feel
2: like he has to have another blinder in Hawaii, but to yeah. even get close to the cutoff. agree. Because Bell's, he's... Yeah. He's going to struggle to do it, unless it's really good.
1: Yeah. And this surf that they're getting now, if this is the forecast, probably doesn't suit him, does it? Because it, it's not going to – You know,
2: it does in a way because he's really good at just finding – Finding the gems. A, a finding a little battle. Yeah. You only need to get a five. Yeah. Two fives.
1: Yeah. Uh, very good. All right, boys. Anyone for balls up? Uh, balls deep. I'm going to yeah, go – Yeah, balls up. Oh, go, Conda. Go, please.
0: balls up. Balls up uh... – Falls up with my younger son the other night, uh, entering Madison Square Garden with Condo's backpack on, um, and we are in the US. And you go through the X-ray machine, and the guy says, "Open your bag." So I open the bag, and uh, his camera's in there. And he goes, "You can't take the camera into the basketball." And I said, "What do you mean?" I said, "It's like a little instamatic thing that has got a, a zoom lens that comes out about, you know, two mil." And he yeah. goes, it's got a zoom lens on it, NBA rules, you can't take it in. I said, are you serious? I said, we're over at, I said, I'm not going to take photos with you. You can take the, take the batteries out if you want. And he goes, no, nah, can't take it in. And I said, uh, so it's, it's like a $300 camera, but anyway, I said, um, righto, so I can't take it in. And he goes, no. Nah. And I said, well, we're over at Barclay Centre last night and no issues. And he, he looked at me and he goes, it's Madison Square Garden. You can't take it in
2: What a fuck So what did you do So you know
0: what Well I then had This big black security guard Come over And he was actually Quite helpful And he said You know what If you go to any of the hotels Around the block Which when we say Around the block It's not like walking From say The pub in Lennox Head To you know To the bakery It's like Like a long walk Uh, Go to the hotel And put them 50 bucks And I'll look after the camera So I went to four hotels Every one of them just looked at me like I had about four heads. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Anyway, so I went back in. I tried again. <laughs> and the guy said, no, nah, go over to this bar. So I went over to this bar called, um, uh, it was actually, you know, the bar was called Tracks. Tracks. So I thought, okay. So I walked in there and I grabbed one of the uh, one of the waitresses and I said, look, we've got a camera. And she just looked at me said, oh, we get this every night. There's someone on at Madison Square Garden. said, 50 bucks and we'll hold it behind the bar. So that was that
1: was uh, yeah, good. Fucking yeah, that street. was the
0: balls up for Condo this week.
1: Bloody piglet, piglet, fucking put your fucking camera away, yeah. mate. Woodsy, were
2: ah got nothing. I can't even think of anything other than um, if that Moses shit's true. That fucking just spooked me. Money into the <laughs> sky. <laughs> Money well spent. Money into the sky.
0: Yeah. One point five Gonski
2: <laughs> game three. Mitchell Moses, state of origin, no runs for no metres. Get that directly in there. I think
1: they um, – Did the they Nigh- fuck
2: those stats and yeah. he did one metre?
1: <laughs> he might have got one metre. One
2: run for fucking 15
1: feet. <laughs> I think they play – the Knights play the Tigers, I think, it's early on, maybe around two. Yep. So uh, we'll have to have a bet on that, Woody. Mine for the week, uh, boys, is just a reminder too – I was at a, a sporting event the other week with, uh, with kids and, mate, the people we were with were unbelievable – but there's some parents from all parts that just – it brings out the worst. Kids' oh. sport and parents, fuck. So a reminder to everyone. Stay calm. It doesn't fucking matter if your kid gets fucking 10th or 20th or uh, grabs a with flag. Was this, uh, uh, this
0: surf life-saving?
1: Yeah, it was. And as I said, mate, the, the crew we were with were outstanding but – you know you just see some parents just carrying on like absolute fuckwits uh over the results of their uh kids under oh, nine really? flags no. you know so it's like <laughs> mate, it doesn't matter so just a reminder with winter sport coming up it, it, yeah just take it take a chill pill parents because it's uh it's not that important
2: it really isn't
1: no nah. and on that for me boys the final word um kaihurst is doing a um uh, nippers session, board training, uh, board paddling session with the young Lennox head, uh, nippers tomorrow, Saturday. Um, they're doing a, a, early in the morning, uh, and a little bit later on for the seniors. I think we're going to do a podcast Woody with you yep. right after that. But if you get a chance to go down, um, uh, I think all the spots are taken, but go down and see Kai Hurst in action. He's obviously a, I think he's a four time, four time Australasian, uh, Ironman, um, Jeff. champion. Yep. And, um, yeah, apparently a really good guy, so get down there and see that. Unreal. Anything from you, Condos, signing uh, off, mate, from New York?
0: Yeah, just just, uh, just on just on that Kai Hurst um, uh, initiative with the Surf Club. So all in all are sponsoring that. So this just gives an idea of what you can do in the in, in the community. So we are funding Kai coming down for the day for uh, 260, 300 nippers, and that has been paid for out of the um, – uh, out of the collab that we've got with Club Lennox with our beer. So oh, every yeah, time did. you go in and buy a beer, yeah, every time you go and um, buy a beer, 20 cents drops into the kitty that we can use in the community. And this is a first initiative um, that we're using a little bit of money out of that kitty to pay for Kai to come down and train uh, 250, 300 um, little nippers down on Lennox Beach. So that's fantastic. So thank you for the support with the community. And um, my final word, Tassie, is um, – I bought you guys another gift from this shop today, UniGlo. Mm. I walked into UniGlo. Now, I've never been into a UniGlo store, but they sponsor Adam Scott, Roger Federer, and a few other high-profile athletes. Now I can see why they paid Roger $300 million bucks for 10 years when he left Nike. Like, Expensive. if you get a chance and you're in New York, no, no, cheap as, yep. but the biggest store I've ever seen and... The best quality gear I've ever seen. Full stop. Especially sporting gear. So there's two things when you go to New York, Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. Uniqlo store up on Fifth Avenue. There don't they, oh, well.
2: Steve, Don't they make those golf, like those performance golf shorts, where you can put like uh, a couple of spare golf balls down in your nuts? And so if you lost your ball in the bush, they just you just tap, you can just <laughs> drop them. You tap your ball bag That's and Texas wedge.
0: And it, yeah. I think Pigeon's got a set. The old Texas Patrick West.
2: Reed uses him <laughs> on Reed. the live tour. <laughs>
0: All right, right, oh, so, yeah, and he's and and he's mentoring mentoring pigeons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so good. Right, our boys. Thank you. Unbelievable. Thanks, Condo. Thanks, Take care, Lee.
2: mate. Enjoy the rest of your trip. See you guys.
0: Can you make sure you deposit uh, those uh, Airbnb takings? <laughs> also, Steve-o, I
2: was going to mention this too, and I didn't want to say it while we're on air, but I will. To get a ticket to one of LeBron's things, I sold three of your paintings. So, and that fucking tailor made surfboard. I'm coming over. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye, mate. (laughs) Giddy up. See ya. Don't smoke here. We only set fire through the microphones.